This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. You have probably noticed fresh voices and new viewpoints on the show in the last month. It is the new fiscal year for AMI, so it's kind of like a new season of Now with Dave Brown. Well, there's a new community reporter joining the team. Natalie Fougere will be filling the role in Moncton, New Brunswick. Hey, good morning, Natalie. Great to chat with you. Good morning, Dave. It's, it's such a pleasure to chat with you as well. So, Natalie, first things first. Who is Natalie Fougere? What makes you tick? <laughs> okay, well, um, I've been living in Moncton, New Brunswick all of my life. Um, so uh, what makes me tick? I would say that um, I, I have a passion for many things. Uh, first of all, I have a passion for learning new things. I did complete a bachelor, uh, two bachelor's degrees from Université de Moncton. Uh, one was an arts multidisciplinary bachelor, uh, and the other one was in uh, translation. It was an accelerated program. So being bilingual, I've always been uh, passionate about languages. I also have a passion for uh, helping people around me. I'm, I've been involved in a number of uh, organizations, especially for people who have visual impairments, being uh, totally blind myself. Uh, I find that's very important. Uh, I, I have a newfound passion that I'll be talking about another time of uh, emotional fitness that I just recently completed my uh, coach course about being that listening ear for people. Mm. Um, I also have great passions about, uh, I, I'm like a social butterfly. I love to um, to be around people, socialize. I, I'm always up for different adventures, like all, I have, like all over the, in different all arts, cultural, uh, have a great passion for music for food, so I, I have a great variety of, uh, <laughs> of of things that motivate me. And just to, what I like to do as well is to spread um, positive energy around me, like to uplift people, because mm. that helps me uplift myself very much. Well, Natalie, I cannot wait to start digging into some of the layers in that cake, because it sounds like you are quite the Renaissance woman. Uh, lots to talk about there. But you mentioned your desire and love of culture. You've been checking out a bunch of shows at the Capitol Theatre in Moncton. So what have you been going to? Yes, well, I've been going to a variety of shows because I do love music and all sorts of uh, different kinds of music. Like I did catch like a few tribute shows lately. Uh, I, I caught a, a Johnny Cash tribute show. And then uh, just to, to show the the big uh, wide range, then the week after I saw an ACDC tribute show. <laughs> so that like it just goes to show the difference of kinds of music. And I love to see different shows like in both French and English. And uh, also with that stand-up, uh, I, I really love stand-up comedy as well. So there's a few shows I've been to, but uh, like uh, in French. Um, and But there's a few that are like upcoming as well that I'm really looking forward to. I, I find laughter is a, a good medicine. Mm. But uh, so there's a, a, a wide variety of shows that I've been going to, and even more so recently, uh, it'll explain why once I talk about it. Yeah, you know, you, you put the Capitol Theater on my radar here via email, and I went to the website yesterday, and I was blown away by the wide range of performances that are coming up. Like like you said, 
comedy, music, theater, everything. It really seems like a wide-ranging offering for people in Moncton. But, of course, the venue itself can oftentimes be as good as the content that it's showing off. So how are staff members making your experience more enjoyable from, like, an inclusion or accessibility point of view when you go to the Capitol Theater? I have to say, Dave, that staff is a big, big uh, part of the experience because I find that the staff members at the Capitol are so uh, welcoming. Uh, I know that they probably know me, like some of them, because I've been going to a lot of shows, but I really find that uh, whether I'm calling or that I'm there in person, uh, they really uh, welcome me like uh, with open arms. And if I go there, if I go at the Capitol and that I need help to find my seat, because sometimes we're like two people with a visual impairment or if we're unsure, uh, the staff members are always there, like always willing to uh, direct us directly at, at our seat. And sometimes they'll even tell me like, wait until after the show and I'll, I'll come and get you uh, to make sure that you can find the door. So that's wonderful things that makes it accessible. Uh, there's also the fact that they, um, they allow me to, uh, Thanks to the uh, access to entertainment card, uh, that's actually one of the recently um, added venues uh, that if I want to purchase a ticket and I have someone with me, that I can bring someone else with me for free. Oh, amazing. So, so that's, that's one of the reasons that it's like a lot easier for me to be able to get to a lot of shows. They also have great accessible seating. They have spots for people in wheelchairs, but some of these spots can work for us as well. For example, if I call the Capitol and that a show is not sold out, they, and if let's say that there's just spots way up uh, in the balcony and it's very, very high, it's a little harder to, uh, to get there. Uh, they do have some spots that can be reserved for people with disabilities specifically. So I, I've had the chance to uh, take advantage of some of these seats as well. And it's, it's just amazing that they give us that experience. More broadly, what do you like about the theater? Because obviously you've become a regular there. Uh, you, really, you really enjoy it. What do you like about the theater? Absolutely. I love the fact that it's downtown because I do live downtown. So it's very close walking distance. It's just about five minutes from my apartment. So it's very uh, easy to uh, to access. I love just the venue all around. Like the sound quality is wonderful. It's a great uh, sound quality. I mean, the, the theater has been open for a number of years. Like it was built in 1920, but since 1993, it's been really recognized at the cent as the center of a uh, performance arts, like a, a, a like a of a culture uh, in in Moncton. So I just love the fact that it's so accessible and uh, like always open to help us. And the it's like you mentioned, Dave, the diversity of shows as yeah, well. Unbelievable. Really well, if people do want to learn more, maybe they're planning a trip to Moncton, capital.nb.ca, capital.nb.ca. The one thing you want to be mindful of is capital is spelt with an O. Capital is spelt with an O. And, of course, uh, phone is more your style. You can uh, call their information team, area code 506 8564377. Hey Natalie, it was so great to meet you over the air today. I'm looking forward to a, an ongoing conversation with you over the course of the next year. Thank you so much. It was great to meet you as well. Looking forward to it.
That's Natalie Fougere, community reporter in Moncton, New Brunswick. In 60 seconds, Amanda Shikarchi is going to have an entertainment story all about how you find new music and emerging artists. But first, before Marka Flalo does a deep dive into Google's new phones in about 30 minutes, the phones also have Mike Dubusky's attention in Tech Trends. Outside of some new colors and a bigger camera array, the Pixel 8 and 8 Pro look pretty much the same as last year's models. The biggest thing I'd say with both phones is what's inside. Tom's Guide Editor-in-Chief Mike Prospero says that means a new Tensor G3 processor. Which will allow it to do a lot more of these AI tasks on the phone itself. One of those new applications is a feature called Audio Magic Eraser. For example, like a baby babbling. <laughs> and there's noise in the background, if like a dog barking or the TV is on or something like that, Google's AI will be able to let you filter those noises out of the video itself. And the Pro model gets a temperature sensor. Google also announced that it's looking to get FDA approval to measure the temperature of people. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Thank you very much, Mike. Like I mentioned to you before, Marco Flalo will stop by in about 30 minutes with a uh, much more in-depth look on the uh, new Google phones and a couple of their accessories. Amanda Shikarchi, speaking of new stuff, Billboard is talking about some emerging artists on their charts. Yes, thank Dave. I always love discovering new music and getting to highlight these new artists. So Billboard released the new artists that will be appearing on their charts on the week of October 7th. Some names to look out for are Petey, full name Peter Martin. He is a singer who made his way breakthrough through TikTok at first with comedy sketches. However, it's his third album, USA, that got Billboard's attention. We also have Chapel Rowan, who is a pop singer, and she started releasing music in 2017. However, she later started collaborating with producer Dan Nigro, who wrote songs for artists like Olivia Rodrigo and Conan Gray, and Chapel Rowan's album, Rise and Fall of a Midwest Princess was recently released. The final artist I want to discuss today is... Um, um, uh, I got it. Charles Wesley Goodwin. Uh, Godwin, yes. a, country, a country folk singer. It's a country folk artist, and he is actually on tour now with Zach Bryan for his Burn, Burn, Burn tour. And he also had a new release um, in September. So, Dave, um, what advice do you have for emerging artists? Uh, you know me, Amanda, uh, prominent music manager Dave Brown over here, launching careers of artists all over the world. Uh, I would say uh, write good songs and make sure they're very snippable on social media. Write me one great chorus and get that onto a TikTok video as quickly as you can. I say that a little facetiously, Amanda, but I think there's some truth to it. Get a good hook, get it out there, get it under some video and just hope it catches fire. I totally agree. And some advice I received a while ago was 
um, don't let perfect be the evil of good. Ooh. So essentially here, sometimes when you're songwriting, there's kind of the tendency where I'm like, you need to get the perfect lyric. And that kind of blocks your mind from just letting the ideas flow. So have fun with it. Write songs that are personal and come from the heart. And as you said, write songs that will translate well on social media. <laughs> yeah. Write popular music, darn it. If you want to be popular, write popular music. Uh, Amanda, one of the things I love about the digital musical age is that Spotify does a decent job of curating some new music for me. Every week they offer you that discover weekly function uh, as a drop down. I would say their algorithms a little off with what I'm looking for right now. I wish it was given I want to connect to, but I do like discovering music through the uh, Discover the Discover Weekly feature on Spotify. How about you? Yes, me too. Spotify is my go-to music based on what you listen to. So for example, for me it'll be like based off of you, you know you like Alessia Caras, it'll recognize um recommend songs that are similar to her style but i'm also guilty of like if i'm in a store and there's a song i never heard before i will pull out my phone and shazam the name of that song because yeah. i need to add it to my library <laughs> yeah shazam is definitely a useful useful tool well amanda i've got to confess uh, as my perpetual ongoing opportunity of uh, feeling old as all heck as we do this show uh, i recognized none of these new emerging artists so that shows just how hip and with it i am Amanda, have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you so much. That is Amanda Shikarchi with the Entertainment Report coming up after the break. Lots of news for the regional news update, including uh, an interesting ombudsman report out of Quebec about access to public services for Indigenous people. And then Brock Richardson stops by to cry in his morning bowl of cereal about the Toronto Blue Jays who are going to migrate home for the winter. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.